Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, reader. Welcome to another Reading Bug adventure created, written, and produced by The Reading Bug, our family-owned children's bookstore in California. Today's adventure is going to be a lot of fun. And we've got several other adventures this season for you to go back and listen to, or listen to again. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you can listen to our new episodes whenever they're released. You can learn all about us, our store, and our favorite books by visiting thereadingbug.com. And if our adventures get you excited about reading new books, be sure to check out readingbugbox.com. Reading Bug Box delivers great books to your doorstep every month, perfectly matched to your interests by our store staff. The Reading Bug and I love adventuring with you each week. If you're having as much fun as we are, please help us continue to grow our audience by telling friends and family about our podcast or leaving a review. Okay, reader, are you ready to go? Let's fly! It's time for a Reading Bug Adventure! It's a Reading Bug Adventure There's lots of fun in store Just inside our book bag There's new places to explore Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Oh, hello again, reader. Thank you for joining me and my little friend, The Reading Bug, for another amazing adventure today. My name is Lauren, and if we haven't met on any of our past adventures, it's wonderful to meet you today. I am so excited to start our journey together today. I can hardly wait. I know we're going to be great friends as we share adventures, explore exciting places, and learn all sorts of interesting things together. Each time we meet, we'll ask the reading bug what kind of adventure she's chosen for us, and away we'll fly, using the power of our imaginations to whatever time and place is in the books she's carrying in her book bag. Hi, reader. Yeah, hi. Down here. It's me, the reading bug. Lauren is right. Just like in the books we read, we get to travel anywhere we want and experience amazing adventures firsthand, just by hopping into my magical book bag. That sounds like a lot of fun, doesn't it? It sure does. Reader, where do you think the reading bug will be taking us to explore today? There are so many times and places I'd love to explore. Do you think we should ask the reading bug and find out? Me too. But before we do... I hope you've remembered to bring paper and crayons with you so you can draw pictures of all the amazing things we'll see. You see, on our adventures, you get to be the illustrator of our story. An illustrator is the person who draws the drawings in a picture book. 
And just like a real illustrator, you're the one who gets to decide what to draw today. At the end of part one of our adventure, we'll listen to a bit of music and give you a chance to color. But you can draw any time you want, of course. If you ever need a few minutes to color the people or places we're imagining together, just stop our story and play it again when you've finished your artwork. Then, you can show your illustrations every time you retell our story and help your friends and family relive our adventure. If you didn't remember paper and crayons, don't worry. Just press pause or have a grown-up do it for you and get them now. The reading bug and I will wait right here for you. Okay, ready? Great! Let's get this adventure started. Just like we always do before every adventure, let's all stretch out and warm up our bodies. Everyone, stand up with me, unless you're buckled into your car, and wiggle your fingers and toes. Are you wiggling? Great. Now, stretch your arms up high over your head. Perfect. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. Great job, reader. I'm all stretched out full of energy, and ready to go anywhere with you. So now, Reading Bug, tell us, where are we going to be traveling to today? Lauren, reader, it's a great thing we stretched ourselves out, because today's adventure is a big one. It is? Oh boy! Tell us, tell us! Oh yes, we're going to have a wild time for sure. But I'm not just going to tell you where we're going, I'm going to have you guess. First, I'll tell you what's in my book bag today, and then you can guess where we're going. Okay? Ready? Today's adventure is inspired by some great books here in my book bag, including Chloe and the Lion by Mac Barnett, Zebras by Mari Shu, and Crocodile vs. Wildebeest by Mary Mineking. Any guesses yet? Where would we find lions, zebras, crocodiles, and wildebeest? all in the same place. Oh, hey, I think I know. We're going to the zoo, aren't we? That's a great guess, Lauren. But no, we are not going to the zoo. Maybe I should tell you some of the other books in my book bag. I have Safari So Good by Bonnie Worth and Jungle Rumble by Karen Pixter. Reader, now do you know where we'll be going today? Hmm. Safaris, jungles, and lots of animals. Reader, do you have any guesses? Hmm. Hmm. Oh! Oh, I have a guess! Reading bug, are we going on a safari? Yes, yes, yes! You got it! We're going on an African safari. And when we find any of our animal friends, we're going to use our crayons to draw them. So we are going on a special kind of safari, an African picture safari. Oh, wow, I've always dreamed of going to Africa. Africa is a very big continent, much bigger than North America where we live. There are rainforests and desert in Africa. There are also beautiful rolling grasslands. Africa is home to many of the world's most famous animals, 
not only giraffes, lions, and chimpanzees, but also zebras, gorillas, rhinos, and hippos. There are also lots of animals that you may not have even heard of. Animals like wildebeest, gazelles, aardvarks, bonobos, and bongos. Bonobos, bongos. Have you ever heard of a bonobo or a bongo reader? I haven't. Well, maybe we'll get to see some on our adventure, and we'll both find out what they look like. What kind of animal do you want to see today, reader? People also live in Africa, lots and lots of people. And as the African people clear more and more of the rainforests and build farms in the grasslands and homes in the deserts, there is less and less space for all the unique and beautiful animals to live. As a result, some of the animals are becoming scarce. There aren't very many of them left. We call these animals endangered. People are working hard to make sure that these endangered animals don't disappear completely. When an animal disappears, it has become extinct. But we can help. Let's be sure to look for any endangered species on our safari and bring back pictures to our friends and family to spread the word that these animals need to be protected. Oh wow, that all sounds incredible! I am so excited about our adventure. But Africa is very far away. It takes more than a whole day to get to Africa, even by plane. How are we going to be able to travel so far in such a short period of time? That's easy peasy, Lauren. All we have to do is hop into my magic book bag, and away we'll fly to whatever time or place we'll be exploring. Today, reader, my book bag and all the books in it will take us all the way to Africa in just a blink of an eye. What are we waiting for then? Look, reader, the reading bug is opening her book bag, and as it's opening, it's growing bigger and bigger and bigger, big enough to fit us all right inside. Look closely, and you can see the colored lights flashing and pictures swirling around and around. That must be from all the special books about Africa and animals the reading bug has in there. I see a picture of a giraffe, and there goes an elephant, and oh, oh my, a lion too! I see lots of amazing animals in there, and wait, I also see a girl dressed in a red raincoat with a hood. I wonder who she is. Can you see them all too? The reading bug was right. This adventure looks like a big one. Are you ready to go? Great. Let's jump into the book bag and zip to the continent of Africa. Go ahead and flap your bug wings and let's fly. On the count of three, jump into the book bag. One, two, three. Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag. What will we learn about today? Reader, wow! We're inside the book bag, and the colors and pictures are floating all around my head. And just beyond them, I can see land far off in the distance. But getting closer and closer, readers, let's close our eyes and count to ten as the book bag takes us around the world, all the way to Africa. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow, that was fast! I think we've stopped. Let's open our eyes and look around to see if we've arrived safely in Africa. Oh wow! Look, the flashing lights and the words and pictures have stopped, 
and I think we've made it. Why don't we hop out of the book bag and have a look around? Remember to be careful. Some parts of Africa are full of wild animals, and it could be very dangerous. Okay, here we go. Oh, reader, look. My, how everything around us has changed. The sun is just rising in the east. The sky near the sun is a beautiful red color, and there are a few white clouds. Also in the sky, I see several large black birds circling above the animals, and some beautiful colorful butterflies peeking out from between the tall blades of grass, spread out right in front of us. There's yellow grass just about as far as I can see. And wow, the grass is taller than we are. Unlike our lawns at home, it's clear no one has ever mowed this grass. The tall yellow grass is swaying gently as the hot summer wind blows through it. It's beautiful, reader. It almost looks like an ocean full of golden water. Oh, and far off in the distance, I see a huge rock formation rising out of the grass like an island. Do you see it too? Those rock formations are called copies. Did you ever see the Lion King? Sure I did. Well then, remember the big rock formation in the movie? That was a copy too. Lauren, reader, my books say that copies are used by animals, like lions, to look out over the land and find their prey. So we'd better be careful. We don't want to end up being anybody's prey today. You're absolutely right, reading bug. As beautiful as it is here, it's important to remember that we're among wild animals, and we could find ourselves in real danger. These animals don't know who we are, and they may be trying to protect their homes and families, or find food. So stay alert and aware of everything around you while we're on our safari, okay? Thankfully, I don't see any lions up on that copy, or anywhere else nearby. But I do see some very tall trees sprinkled among the grass. What kind of trees are those? I bet these trees are the acacia trees that I was reading about. The leaves of acacia trees look like small ovals that grow from a central stem. See, there are no branches on the trees until way up there. Close to the top of the tree, but up there, there are lots and lots of branches and leaves. Oh yeah! Look, reader, all those branches and leaves at the top make the tree look like a giant green umbrella, but with a flat top instead of a rounded one. And back there, beyond the trees, I see a brownish pond or lake. Oh look! On the right of the lake, I see elephants. There are several of them, including a baby elephant munching on the grass. Shh! I don't want to disturb them. Watch how they're playing. They're sucking up the water in their trunks and spraying it on themselves and the other elephants. This is a perfect time to start our picture safari and begin drawing some of the animals we see. If you brought crayons and paper, take them out now. Lauren, here. Look, just to our left is a family of animals passing quietly by. Let's stay still and quiet and see if we can draw them. Oh yes, I see them. They look a little like deer, but what are they? I think they're impala. That's a kind of antelope. You can tell from the pointy gray horns on the top of the big impala's head. Wow, those horns are really tall. Reader, why don't you color an illustration while the reading bug and I describe the impala to you? First, there are four impala walking slowly by. Two big ones. Those must be the parents, and two smaller ones. You can draw all four, or just pick one. 
Warren is right. Their bodies do look a lot like deer, but with a light brown fur and a completely white belly. Yes, look. The fur on the top of their backs is a little darker, but then it's pretty light on the sides and white on their belly. Their eyes are dark black circles, and their ears are pointy and long and stick straight up from the tops of their heads. And the dad impala has two enormous dark gray horns coming out of the top of his head. They must be two feet tall at least. You're right, but the horns don't stick straight up. They have a slight bend right in the middle and then point up to the sky. How beautiful. And don't forget the tail, reader. The grown-up impalas have a flattish tail with a black stripe down the middle. The tail hangs down the back of the impala to just above his knees. And the little impalas don't have much of a tail at all. It must grow longer as they get bigger. Oh! Oh no! Look, reader! Something must have startled the impala! They just jumped off into the high grass! Wow, did you see how high they leapt? What a powerful animal! I wonder what could have spooked them. Oh my! Look! Even more animals! Over there by the acacia trees on the left, there are five giraffes eating the leaves of the trees. And look at that big gray hump floating in the lake. I think it's a hippo cooling off in the water. Speaking of cooling off, it sure is hot here. Much, much hotter than when we left. You're right. It is hot out here. Reader, we should get out of this hot, hot sun for a bit. But where can we go? There are too many big animals around the water. That wouldn't be a safe spot at all. Maybe we can make our way through the tall grass over to an acacia tree. What do you think? Okay, let's get moving. But remember, we need to be very careful because we're surrounded by all kinds of wild animals and the grass is so tall, we don't know what kinds of creatures might be crawling through it with us. Let's all be as quiet as possible so we can hear any animal that might be sneaking around. Can you tiptoe very quietly with me, reader? That's very good. Nice and quiet. Remember that grass is all around us, so use your hands to move the grass out of the way as we walk. But slowly and quietly, okay? Great. Keep tiptoeing and waving your hands. You're doing a great job. Oh my, wait! Reader, stop! Did you hear that? I think there's another small animal nearby. Let's all stop and look carefully. Yes, there's another animal here, just ahead of us in the clearing up ahead. See? You can just see it moving through the grass that's separating us. His yellow fur is nearly the same color as the grass, so he's hard to spot. But look very closely, and I'm sure you'll see him too. Oh, reader, that animal is very large. But just like us, he's moving very quietly. He has a big collar of a darker brown fur around his neck. And he has his nose pointed to the sky as he sniffs the air, smelling for... What? Uh-oh. I think I know what kind of animal that is. Reader, can you guess what animal is moving through the yellow grass? Oh, yes. I see it too, Lauren. That animal is big. And it's yellow, and it's moving quietly towards us. I think it's a lion! Reader, lions can be very quiet as they hunt for their dinner, but they also have a very, very loud roar. In one of my favorite books about lions, Lion vs. Tiger by Isabel Thomas, 
which says that a lion's roar is the loudest of any big cat. It can be heard up to five miles away. Reader, I don't want to scare you, but I think his nose is in the air because he smells us. The lion is getting closer and closer and closer. Just a few more feet and he's sure to see us. What do you think we should do? Reader, maybe if we all roar together, we can make this lion think we're another lion pride and scare him away. What do you think? I know this is scary. I'm scared too. But I've seen your courage before, and I know that if we hold our heads up high and face our fears, we can do anything. Can you roar like a lion when you're feeling scared inside? Can you roar like a lion when you want to run and hide? Stand up tall, keep your head held high. You can roar like a lion, all you have to do is try. Stand up tall, keep your head held high. You can roar like a lion, all you have to do is try. Great, I'll count to three, and then we'll roar together. Remember, we need to roar very loudly. On the count of three, one, two, three, roar! Look, reader, I think our roar worked. The lion stopped moving toward us, and it's starting to back up a little. Let's all try one more time. Ready? On the count of three. One, two, three, roar! Look, reader, it worked. The gigantic lion has turned completely away from us and is headed back toward the copy. If I look through my binoculars, I can see that there's a lioness resting in the shade of the copy and watching two small lion cubs who are playing with each other. Take a look through the binoculars and see what you can see, reader. The lion was just out here protecting his family. Phew, that sure was close. Our roar was very loud, but I don't think that we frightened the lion. After all, the lion is the king of the jungle. My book, Lion vs. Tiger, says that lions actually have a reputation for being lazy. It says that lions are often spotted lying around in the shade. In fact, most of their hunting takes place at night when it is cooler. So maybe he's just heading back home to take a rest. In this heat, who can blame him? It's really hard to move around when it's so hot outside, isn't it? Even though the lions may not be ready for dinner yet, my book also says that lions are big enough to eat humans, like you, and that sometimes they do. So let's keep being careful, but don't be too worried. The good news is that only one family or pride lives in each part of the grasslands, so I don't think we'll encounter any more lions today. But let's certainly keep an eye on that lion family and stay far, far away from them. Let's all turn around and walk the other way. We don't want to give that lion a reason to come and find us again. Great idea, Reading Bug. Let's all tiptoe back a bit and get out of this pride's territory. Great. Oh, hey, look over there, Reader, to our left. There's a strange-looking red animal moving in the distance and getting closer and closer. Didn't we see someone or something in your book bag that was red? Do you remember, Reader? Yes, you're right! 
we saw a girl wearing a bright red raincoat. And look, here she is. Hi. Excuse me, what on earth are you doing out here in the middle of the Serengeti National Park? It is quite dangerous here. Don't you know that there are 70 different types of large mammals in our national park? And many of them are getting ready for the large migration of animals in the world. Oh, hello! I'm Lauren and these are my friends. And we're here on a picture safari, looking for animals we can draw pictures of. Excuse me for asking, but why are you wearing a bright red raincoat on a sunny day? You look a lot like Little Red Riding Hood. And if you are her, you're in the wrong story. I just read that story. It's Little Red and the Very Hungry Lion by Alex T. Smith. And it's all about a girl named Little Red who runs into a lion on the way to visit her Auntie Rose. And then... Of course I'm not Little Red Riding Hood. My name is Imari and I'm wearing red because I'm from the Maasai tribe. The Maasai have lived on the Serengeti for hundreds of years and we love to wear bright colors, especially red. And I'm wearing a raincoat because I'm always prepared for rain. It can come in a flash without any warning. My father Adeli is one of the guides who take visitors on tours of our beautiful park. He's busy today, but if you're on a picture safari, I'd be happy to show you around in my jeep and help keep you out of harm's way. Thank you, Amari. We would love that. Let me introduce you to my friends. If you look closely, you can see my little friend the reading bug perched here on my shoulder. We traveled here today in her magic book bag. And this is my reader friend who joined us on our adventure today. Welcome, welcome. Or as we say in Swahili, Karibu. Let's hop in my jeep. It is just over there. Great. Thanks for the ride. Look, reader, Amari's jeep is just over here. It's tan-colored to match the grass and the sand all around us. And it has great big wheels. It's covered in dust, but it's big enough to fit all of us inside. Let's climb in. Wonderful. We're all inside the jeep, so let's get going. Thank you, Amari. It's so kind of you to offer to be our guide today. I think I see a few gnus in the distance. What on earth is a gnu? Gnus are also called wildebeest or African antelopes. Rida, I see you came prepared with some crayons and paper. Great idea, Amari. Reader, why don't you draw a gnu as the reading bug and I describe it to you? First, gnus look like big muscular cows. Can you draw a four-legged cow? But make sure his head looks big and square. Unlike a cow, however, gnus have a mane. It looks like a light gray Santa Claus beard all around their face. How funny! <laughs> that's right! Okay, next, draw a curved brown horn that starts above each ear and curves out from the side of the gnu's head, down a little, and then up again above his head. Up on top of the gnu's head, the horns are pointed toward each other. You can color your new gray, but see at its head, he's almost black. And they all have dark gray, almost black stripes all across their body. Great work. And don't forget the tail. The new has a long black tail. The top of the tail is narrow, but it gets fluffier towards the bottom. I am so excited to see what you've imagined a new looks like, reader. If you're creating your illustration right now, you might also want to draw the yellow grass that the gnus love to eat, as well as the sun in the sky. 
Look! There are more clouds in the sky now than there were when we started our adventure. Amari may have been right to wear her red raincoat. We might actually get some rain today. You may also want to draw an acacia tree to keep your new cool as he rests in the shade. If you need more time to finish your illustration, go ahead and pause our adventure here. We'll be waiting for you when you come back. Otherwise, keep on listening and we'll continue our adventure and find those wildebeest. Just like always, we'll have music to color to at the end of the episode. If you drew a picture, hold it up so everyone can see it. Great job, reader. You have imagined a splendid new. And just in time. Look there. I've just parked my jeep next to a small herd. And if you listen carefully, you just might be able to hear them speaking with one another. Why don't we hop out of the jeep and get a little bit closer? Great. Follow me. Reader, as we walk among the wildebeest, watch them carefully and do whatever they do so that they don't notice us. Hello, my friends. I'm honored to bring you the Great Migration, live. Look, Reader. The big wildebeest in the front of the herd is talking. Let's try to move closer to hear what he's saying. Spanning the globe, we are training for one of the ten natural wonders of Africa, the Great Migration, the thrill of the Serengeti, and the agony of defeat. Or should I say, de hooves. I know mine are aching already, and we haven't even begun the migration. The drama of animal survival. This is the wild world of the Serengeti. Here we go. Things are just getting started. Off in the distance. I can see a wave of brown and black moving through the grasslands, and I can hear and feel millions of hooves stamping on the ground as the migration approaches. My friends, can you stamp your hooves with me? We need to be ready to join the Great Migration when the other animals, the zebras, antelope and gazelles, pass us by, or we could get trampled or left behind. So stamp your hooves with me now. Reader, remember, we don't want to be spotted. So act like a gnu and do everything these animals do. Go ahead and stamp your feet with them now. Great work. Keep it going. Now, let's do our stretches together. Roll your shoulders forward. Then roll them backwards. Good job, team. Just like that. Feels good, right? Okay. Next, roll your head all around. First one way, and then the other. Perfect. Let me know you are warmed up and ready to run by stamping your hooves again. Ooh, what do we have here? You lot don't look a lick like one of us. Oh no, we've been spotted. Oh no, poor things, look at you. Keep up with the other animals and the Great Migration is going to be very tough with just two legs like you've got. Um, excuse me. I have six legs. Hi there. Sorry to startle you. My name is Lauren, and this little six-legged bug on my shoulder is the reading bug. We're here with our friends on a picture safari. And this is Amari, who lives in the Serengeti National Park with her father. Are you all news? Why, of course not. No, we are not new at all. Our species is very old. 
much older than two-legged creatures like you. Although, admittedly, bugs have been around at least as long as we have. That's one of the reasons why we have such magnificent tails. To swat the flies that bother us on hot days. See? Magnificent, right? Oh no, that's not what I mean. I'm not asking you how old you are. I'm asking you if you are a new. And I'm telling you that we are definitely not new. Wildebeest like us have been around for at least two million years. Lauren, my book says that wildebeest are also called news, but this conversation is only confusing the matters. I suggest you call him a wildebeest instead. Okay, moving on. What is your name, Mr. Wildebeest? My name is Wallace, but my friends all call me Wally, and I am, indeed, we all are, Blue Wildebeest. But Wally, as handsome as you are, and you are very stately and handsome, you are definitely not blue. None of you are blue. You are more like grey with blackish stripes. We are most definitely Blue Wildebeest. We have always been Blue Wildebeest. Our herds have lived on the Serengeti for centuries and centuries. We have relatives who are black wildebeest, but there is no such thing as gray wildebeest. Oh wait, can you feel that? The animals are getting closer and closer, and my small herd must be ready to join them then. On your marks, everyone. But, 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 where are you going? And why? We are about to join the annual wildebeest migration. In search of food and water, we start right here in the southern Serengeti in Tanzania, and we head north to Kenya before we circle back through Tanzania until we get back here, right where we started. It's what we do, and not just us. Lots of other hooved animals join us, like zebras and gazelle and other antelope. It takes us almost a year to make our circuit. So when we get back here, we rest for a brief while before we start all over again. I've been trying to whip my herd into shape for our trek because it's a long and dangerous journey. When we get to Kenya, we will have to cross the Mara River, which is full of giant crocodiles, large enough to grab a wildebeest for dinner if you're not careful and fast. Thousands of our friends will not make it across the treacherous river filled with hungry crocodiles. Say, do you want to join us? Um, no thanks. As uh, fun as that sounds, I think we'll pass on the river full of crocodiles. Alright, your loss. You'll be on your own to find food and water then. Uh, excuse me. I hate to cut our conversation short, but I really must run. Go! Everyone! Go, 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 go! Goodbye, Lauren! Goodbye, reader! See you next year! What amazing sights and sounds! Reader, the ground is shaking as hundreds and hundreds of animals with pounding hooves pass by! Look! There are small and large herds of wildebeest, zebra, and antelope flowing in a continuous wavy front that snakes out across the plains like a river overflowing its banks. As the animals snort, bleat, and call to each other. Look, there's Wally's herd running to join them. Oh, look, Peter. Overhead, I see many black vultures circling and scanning the parade of animals, looking for the old, the very young, and the sick animals who aren't able to keep up with the others. And look here. 
When I look at that copy through my binoculars, I can see that the lion family is watching the migrating animals too. Something tells me they might be thinking of having wildebeest or zebra for dinner tonight. I hope you enjoyed seeing the Great Migration. It is considered one of the 10 natural wonders of the world and we are very lucky to have had a chance to see it. Reader, you really must draw it some time for your travel book. My, it's getting late. The perfect time for viewing animals. Where should we go next? Oh no, look, the sky is getting cloudier and I think I see lightning over there. Oh yes, that was definitely lightning. To be safe, let's all hop back in my jeep and head towards the shelter before the rain starts. Can you smell the rain in the air, reader? I think Amari is right. It's going to start raining soon. We did not come prepared for a rainstorm today. Let's jump into the jeep with Amari, quick! are just beginning to fall. I can feel the raindrops hitting our heads and arms in the open jeep, can you? I sure hope we're getting close to the campsite where we'll weather out this fast approaching storm. Oh my, the rain is starting to fall harder and harder. I'm getting soaked! Here we are. Jump out and let's head over there where the pitch turns for our guest on safari. It will keep us dry during the rainstorm. It sure does feel good to get out of that rain, doesn't it? Reader, look. Do you see all the dark rain clouds rolling in? At first the rain was light, but now it's pouring down in sheets. It actually looks like someone is pouring buckets and buckets of water over the campsite, doesn't it? What a downpour. I've never seen it rain so hard. The rain is stopping. Lucky for us, the rain here must stop just as quickly as it starts. Great. We'll be able to continue our picture safari after all. Come on, reading bug. Reader, let's head on out and continue our adventure. It's much too dangerous to leave our shelter. Quickly, look over there. Can you see the muddy waters pouring across the grassland covering everything? That's a flash flood. Oh no, Lauren, reader. I read that flash floods happen when it rains rapidly on dry soil that can absorb all the water. The runoff collects in gullies and streams, and as they join together, forms a fast-flowing front of water, mud, and debris. It's heading this way. Quickly, we've got to climb to the highest point in the camp before the waters catch up with us and we drown. Oh no! Amari, I had no idea a quick rainstorm could be so dangerous! Do what Amari says, and climb quickly, everyone. We need to get out of the path of this flash flood in order to stay safe. So let's climb to the top of the rocky hill just over there. Everybody run! We can't waste any time! The floodwaters are coming fast! Great, we made it to the hill, but now we need to climb. To climb, stretch your arms up to the sky, then grab the next rock, then pull your feet up and start all over again. That's it. Stretch your arms, 
pull your legs up, stretch your arms, pull your legs up, stretch your arms again, and keep going until you get all the way to the top. Oh boy, you're strong, reader. Stretch, pull, stretch, pull, keep on moving, up we go. Stretch, pull, stretch, pull, can we make it? I don't know. Stretch, pull, stretch, pull. Great, keep moving everybody. Stretch, pull, stretch, pull. We're almost there. We made it to the top. Ah, oh, phew, we made it to the top. And just in time, too. Look, reader, the water is sweeping through the campsite, carrying away plants, sticks, and everything else that wasn't firmly attached to the ground. The campsite looks like a river now. There's so much water rushing through. I even see some small animals being swept up in the floodwaters. Oh no, I wish there was something we could do for them. Wow, that really was a close call. A few seconds more and we'd be getting swept away too. Have you ever seen anything like that, Reading Bug? Reading Bug? Are you here? Oh no! Reader! The Reading Bug isn't on my shoulder anymore! Where could she be? Please, everyone, look for the Reading Bug! Not only is she our friend, but without her book bag, we could be stuck here with no way back home! Look around carefully. Do you see her on the ground? Or is she maybe on your shoulder? No, not there. Oh no, maybe she's flying around nearby. Everyone look. No, not there either. This is terrible. We have to go back and look around the demolished campsite. The rushing water has passed, so I think it's safe. First, we'll need to climb down the hill. Step down to find the next ledge with your feet and then kneel down and grab the ledge with your hands. Step, grab, step, grab, step, grab, step, grab. Good, we're at the bottom of the copy now, but how can we get back to the shelter? I think our only choice is to swim through the muddy waters, but we've got to find the reading bug. So let's go, here we go. Splish, splash, splish, splash, splish, splash, splish, splash. Move your arms. Swim with me. There you go, reader. Oh, the water is so cold, and the ground below is so squishy. Okay, great work, reader. We're getting close to the shelter, but we're going to need to get through all of this mud in order to reach it. Step carefully, reader. Squish your way through the mud. Squish, squash, squish, squash, squish, squash. Oh, we made it. But where is the reading bug? Lauren, reader, I'm up here in the acacia tree. Oh, look! Look up in the tree, reader. There's our tiny little friend and her magic book bag. Reading bug, we thought we'd lost you. I'm so glad you're okay. And I'm also relieved that we'll be able to go home after all. After a couple of close calls, I'd really like to head back now, wouldn't you? 
When you started running, the wind blew me off your shoulder, and I landed in the mud and muck. By the time I got myself out, I couldn't catch up, so I flapped my wings and flew way up here to stay safe. That sure was a close call. Now that you have found the reading bag, it's time for me to head home too before it gets too dark for me to travel alone in my jeep. I sure hope you'll come back soon. There is so much more to see. I'd love to take you to see my favorite animals, the elephants. Did you know the elephants are the largest land animals on earth? I could also drive you to Gombe Stream National Park, which is located west of Serengeti. The Gombe Stream National Park is in a rainforest that is filled with chimpanzees, baboons and monkeys. We are lucky that 25% of Tanzania is set aside in parks and reserves, so we all have a chance to see these amazing animals. But even so, our wildlife population are shrinking every year. Did you know that there are only 20,000 lands left in all of Africa? And our chimpanzees population is also endangered. There are only 300,000 chimpanzees left in Africa. Oh, I learned in my book, The Watcher, Jane Goodall's Life with the Chimps, by Jeanette Winter, that the Gombe Stream National Park is the park where Jane Goodall spent 16 years observing the daily habits of chimps that lived there. Hers is an amazing story, and I can't wait to come back and visit. Thanks so much for the offer, Amari. I promise you both that we'll be back soon. And when we go home, we'll draw even more illustrations and we won't forget to tell our friends and family about the amazing things that we saw on our picture safari. But now, it really is time for us to get back to our families. Thank you so much for your help today, Amari. We're so happy to have made a new friend. Goodbye. Goodbye. Reading Bug, are you ready to open your book bag for the trip back home? Yep. As beautiful as it is here... I'm really ready to head back home. The bag is still a little wet from the rain, but luckily my books are all safe and dry. So here we go. Hop in, everyone. This should be our last migration of the day, the migration back home. Just in time for a story or two or three. Everyone hop three times with me, then into the Reading Bugs book bag. Here we go. One hop, two hops, three hops. And we're in. We've had a big adventure within our book bag, and I think we saved the day. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, book bag. Now it's time to fly away. Look, reader, it's working. We're headed back home. I see my garden and my house, too. I even see Zuzu, my dog, barking happily for us. Reader, can you see your home too? I sure won't forget today's adventure anytime soon. The lion and the flash flood sure were scary, but seeing the beautiful scenery and animals of the Serengeti National Park and meeting Amari and Wallace made for an incredible adventure. What was your favorite part of today's adventure, Reader? We made it. Back home safe and sound. But don't worry. If you ever want to visit Africa with me and the reading bug again, you can always replay this adventure and color some more amazing illustrations. I'll play some more music in just a minute at the end of this episode. If you want to color or discuss any of the exciting things we saw during our adventure today, 
And if you want to learn more about Africa and the wild animals here, you should read some of the books in my book bag. You can find a complete list at www.thereadingbug.com/adventures. Thank you so much for adventuring with us today, reader. The reading bug and I can't wait to see you next time. Who knows where we'll be adventuring next? See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you soon. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures from the Reading Bug, our family-owned children's bookstore in California. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. The episode was performed by me, Chloe Savage, and Gary Sundgren. Original music was written and performed by me, Ross Gruet, and Alexa Thanos. And this episode was sound designed, mixed, and mastered by the great team at Resonate Recordings. We hope we introduced you to some amazing books on our adventure today. If you're looking to discover more books matched to your age and interests by our store staff, the Reading Bug offers a subscription box service shipping nationwide at readingbugbox.com. We love matching children to the perfect books, so be sure to check us out. Stay tuned for more adventures from the Reading Bug by subscribing to our podcast. And in the meantime, to learn all about us, discover new reads, and to check out more of our reading adventures, go to thereadingbug.com/adventures or follow us on Facebook or Twitter at the Reading Bug or on Instagram at Reading Bug Box. Thanks for listening and for all your help on our safari. We can't wait to see you next time. Goodbye.
Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.